Reflection helps students to begin to understand their role in education. When reflection becomes part of their regular thinking process, they begin to understand how they learn. Once they understand how they learn, they begin to believe that they can learn. And that is a huge hurdle for many of our students to overcome. Hi there, I'm Carolyn Wall, your host of the Middle School Cafe podcast a podcast specifically for secondary ELA teachers looking to close the achievement gap. I'm a 20-year veteran teacher who still loves being in the classroom. Tune in each week as I reflect on my own teaching experience to bring you lesson plans, strategies, and stories that will help you develop your students as readers and writers. So grab your notepad, a cup of coffee, and join me each week as we dive into all things ELA. Here we go. Hello everyone and welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. Whether you are already done for the year or you still have a month to go like me, I'm glad that you decided to join me today. Today we're going to talk about a topic that gets a lot of attention at the end of the school year, but it's really something that we should be doing all year with our students, and that's helping our students learn how to reflect on their learning. Can you imagine a world where students come to class not just ready to learn, but willing to be an active participant in learning? How amazing would that be? So often our students act like and behave like learning is something that happens to them, that it's this outside entity that they have to overcome. They come to school, they sit in our class, and then this thing happens to them that they have no control over. Teaching students to reflect on their learning is a really great way to start chipping away at that mindset that they have no control in their education because they most certainly have control. And in reality, they have all the control. If they are unwilling to learn, there's really not much that we can do other than to continue to encourage and provide opportunities. We spend a lot of time focusing on motivation and what teachers can do to motivate students, which yes, that's important. But really, as long as students continue to think that education is something that's outside of their control, something that's happening to them, they really are going to remain unteachable. Reflection helps students to begin to understand their role in education. When reflection becomes part of their regular thinking process, they begin to understand how they learn. Once they understand how they learn, they begin to believe that they can learn. And that is a huge hurdle for many of our students to overcome. Using reflection is going to help us with that. When we use reflection with students and provide opportunities for students to understand how they learn, we actually begin to open the door for students and break down those protective walls that they've built up and students become more willing to engage in the activities that we are doing to try to motivate them. If their walls are up, we can't really do anything. If a student believes that they can't learn, then all of the fun activities and all of the things that we do to motivate our students aren't going to do anything. We have to start by helping our students see that they can learn and help them to understand how they learn and that they really have all the control in how much they learn. Through reflection, students become more self-aware about how they learn. They can identify their strengths and their weaknesses, which gives them more confidence in their abilities. When they know their strengths, they will take pride in what they're doing. They increase their curiosity about learning, and it sets the student up for being a willing participant in their education. And when a student knows and understands their weaknesses, they understand where they need help. They can begin to ask better questions to get the support that they need. Middle schoolers are notorious for saying that they don't understand. 
but helping students reflect and understand their weaknesses will help them understand where they need help. Help them to not give up, but to seek out help. Understanding their weaknesses will help them formulate better questions to get the support that they need. Too many times I have sat with a student who just simply said, I don't get it, but they didn't really know what part of the assignment or the task that they didn't understand, so they just simply gave up. But helping students understand how they learn will help them formulate questions so that they can get the help and support that they need. Understanding how they learn will help them narrow down what it is that they don't understand. Understanding their strengths and weaknesses will also help them to create a better, more specific goals for themselves. Understanding their strengths and weaknesses will also help them to create better and more specific goals for themselves. Once they know how they learn and are willing to participate in the learning, then they can start focusing on smaller chunks of information instead of big overarching ideas that just seem too overwhelming. It's important that we not only teach that reflection is important, we must provide time for them to reflect. Providing time for students to reflect on what they learned reinforces their learning. As they reflect, they are reviewing concepts and connecting information to what they already know. When they think about what they've learned and how they've learned it, it's more likely that they're going to retain the information. And most importantly, when we provide opportunities for reflection, it helps foster a growth mindset. When students understand and believe that they can learn, that's when real education begins. So how do we get students to this point? It's by providing multiple opportunities throughout the year to reflect on their learning, whether that's reflecting on a daily lesson or at the end of a unit. Reflection is something that has to be taught and practiced. It will take more than one lesson at the beginning of the year to make reflection part of the student's regular thinking process. Reflection should be ongoing all year. Hey there, secondary ELA teachers. Let's face it, the past few years have been hard. Are you struggling to help your students? I know I was. I know firsthand how challenging it can be to close the learning gaps created by the pandemic. That's why I wrote Motivating Readers Teaching in the Post-Pandemic Era. It's a book for teachers who are looking to re-engage their students in learning. Go to middleschoolcafe.com and click on the link to get on the wait list. You'll be the first to know when the book goes live and I'll even send you a free gift just for signing up. I start in the fall by teaching my students what questions to ask themselves that will help them understand how they learn. Questions like, what did I learn? What did we just do? Why was it important? How well did I do? What can I take away from this and apply it to other learning? I keep posters of these questions up on my wall so students have a visual reminder and so I can reference them throughout the year. Once I introduce and model these questions, I begin to incorporate them into our daily activities, into our daily conversations. They might be part of our warm-up or exit ticket questions, which is a simple, low-risk activity to engage students in reflecting. Or we might stop in the middle of a lesson and I'll ask students a reflection question that they just simply write down their response in their notes. Again, another low-risk activity that simply engages the students in reflection. It's also just practicing that thinking. I might ask a reflection question as part of our reading conference, which is a little bit riskier because they have to verbally share it with me, but overall still a pretty low-risk activity to get students used to thinking about reflection. Gradually, I make these questions just part of our everyday conversation in class. 
At first, I will model my own thinking in response, but pretty quickly, I'll wean them off of this. Otherwise, I find that they just copy my response and then reflection doesn't happen at all. As students get comfortable with the idea of reflecting on their learning, they will start to see it in other aspects of my class as well. I've spoken in a previous episode that I don't use reading logs in my class, but rather reading reflections. I want my students thinking about what they're reading, making connections, building empathy. I don't just want them checking off that they've read another page. Reading reflections engage students in reading in a different way than simply retelling the story or recording page numbers. If you missed that episode, you can head over to episode number 10 to learn more about using reading reflections with your class. Each week, my students have a warm-up sheet where they practice different skills throughout the week. At the end of their warm-up page, there's a space for them to reflect on the week. This causes students to have to pause and think about what they did over the week, which gets them to review materials, which then helps them move their learning to long-term memory. Students also see that anytime we complete a unit or a project, there's also a reflection sheet that goes with it. Remember, the idea is to keep students in a state of learning, reflecting, and continued learning. You don't have to ask the same questions every time, and you can even focus on a specific aspect of the lesson, unit, or project. You can even have students reflect by drawing something instead of writing out answers to questions. Just be sure that you are asking students to reflect and you're providing the time for them to do it. I hope that I've got you thinking about how you can incorporate reflection into your class. It doesn't have to be this big extra activity. You can simply start by adding a reflection piece to your weekly activities. I'm going to add some links to additional blogs and resources that will help you add reflection into your own lessons. I'd also like to take a moment and say thank you to everyone who has signed up for the waitlist for motivating readers teaching in the post-pandemic era. I am so excited to bring this book to you at the end of June. If you haven't signed up yet, please go do that so that you can receive your free gift. Simply go to middleschoolcafe.com and click on the top banner. I will also be doing some events related to the book release. And if you are on the wait list, you will get notification about all the fun. All right. Happy summer to all my teacher friends who finished last week or will finish this week. If you are still in school like me, take a deep breath because you've got this. You're almost there. If you need any support, simply head over to the Facebook group and leave a comment. Until next time, everyone, have a great week.